What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 51 of Beef's Beef. going to do a special Big Ten preview today with, I guess, a guy that you could call my friend, uh, Dustin Temple. How's it going, Dustin? Uh, going pretty good. Thanks for having me. Welcome to uh, Casa de Temple. Yeah. Uh, glad to have you. We'll feed you. Wife take care of you. Yeah, I've noticed that. It looks like some pretty good brownies there. Those I might... Chicken parm on deck. Yeah, that's in the oven. You'll probably hear the alarm for that in the middle of this, so... Pre-warning now, in about T-minus 23 minutes, you will hear an alarm, <laughs> but don't be alarmed. So, I have you know I have friends that are fans of different teams. Obviously, Dustin is one of the weird ones that's a fan of an obscure team like Wisconsin, living in this area. So, I asked him, because, I mean, not only is he a fan of Wisconsin, he, I mean, he knows a pretty good amount about the Big Ten. So, I asked him to come on. So, I, you know, I, I tend to buy these magazines every year, and I go through a lot of the stuff with Louisville and their, their conference, but I don't always go through stuff that, you know, other conferences. I'll look at bigger teams in other conferences, so that's why I bring somebody like Dustin on here. So, Dustin, we'll, we're, I mean, Dustin and I have been talking about it for, I mean, hell, when I started the podcast, he was like, you got to have me on, you got to have me on. So, I know it took it almost a year, but hey. Yeah, I mean, obviously, sometimes schedules don't work and things yeah. like that. But uh, like, like you said, I, I'm a huge Wisconsin fan. Not try to be biased in any way, shape, or form when it comes to sports, um, especially when it comes to the teams that I root for. Um, a lot of times, people ask me, you know, you guys are preseason top ten, or, or in whether it be basketball or. I know we had a down year in basketball last year, but you know, are you guys think you're going to make it to a national championship? I try to look at the teams that I root for in a glass half full scenario, I guess you could say, you know, they ask me, I tell them, well, you know, we'll see what happens with the games play. Cause I mean, that's why they play the games is to see how everything turns out. Um, but you know, I'm not overly coffee, coffee, com- confident or cocky. We can edit that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, I like, I like the chances this year for the Badgers in particular, um, got a lot of returning starters, things like that. Uh, one of the nation's top rushers from last year. It was only a freshman. Yeah, he was a true freshman. So, uh, everybody, he should be on everybody's Heisman's watch list, uh, Doak Walker list, everything like that. So, uh, <clears throat> I like the chances this year. Uh, hopefully, making that prediction, uh, that's about as bold a prediction I usually make for them. Uh, doesn't end up biting me in the butt, but we'll see. The biggest thing I think for for you. As a worry, I would guess is your all's defense though, with only having three starters back. Um, yeah, the one of the weakest spots on the defense obviously isn't the front seven, and you know with linebackers and defensive tackles, things like that. Uh, I would say the biggest concern is the secondary. Yeah. You know, I know this is a Big Ten preview, but uh, it goes to show that I don't know if secondaries aren't an issue or they don't care about them in the state of Wisconsin because the Green Bay Packers, who I'm a fan of as well, <laughs> secondary is absolutely atrocious. Hey, they got Jair. They do. They got your boy uh, Alex, uh, Jair Alexander. Uh, I know they traded Demarius Randall away to get Deshaun Kaiser, but we'll see. And maybe they're building for the future because I think Jair is going to be a solid NFL player. But looking over all of these – preseason All-American lists and all Big Ten teams and all that stuff, it's scattered with mostly all Ohio State. We'll look at the Big Ten. It's pretty much like all Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Michigan. There's yeah. a few other teams mixed in there, but especially the the offensive line, 
I mean, does any other team have an offensive line other than Wisconsin? Well, we they get a lot of they get a lot of flack for being corn fed white yeah. boys from up north, and that's exactly what you get when you get an offensive line averaging anywhere from you know six foot six, three hundred and twenty pounds, three hundred and thirty pounds, and it's just beef up front. Yeah, and then you get a little downhill runner like Jonathan Taylor, or you've had. You know, Melvin Gordon with, Gordon with a little speed on the outside from the past couple of years, or even your Patriots fan, your boy James White, yeah. uh, Ron Dane, obviously. Those are guys that will run downhill and run between the tackles and not try to beat you on the outside. By the way, I'll, I'll let you do the beef at the end of it for the Super Bowl because <laughs> I want I want you to tell that story from when you called me right after that Super Bowl went a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. You were, you were, you were pretty upset. Yeah. You were pretty upset. So <laughs> – Looking over all of these magazines and, you know, Big Ten previews, everyone pretty much has the same teams at the top. And what I was talking to you about was it feels like there's a lot at the top, and then as soon as you get down with those top three, four, five teams, it's absolutely terrible. Yeah, so obviously year in and year out, you have uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Ohio, Ohio State, State, which are I think leaps and bounds ahead of anybody else in the conference. Yeah. Where, um, and then you kind of fall off to I would you kind of call second tier teams Iowa, uh, obviously Penn State in the late '90s, early 2000s, and then they had a spurt there where they weren't that great, but they're still putting together you know six seven win seasons. Yeah. Um, and then last year with Saquon Barkley, Trace McSorley doing all, what they did last year. Um, they kind of do fall off. Purdue hasn't been moderately relevant since Drew Brees. I, I mean, I can't even think or, of anybody. No, Kyle, Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. Yeah, Kyle Orton was. Um, and then you have Minnesota, which hasn't really done anything. Um, but you're also min- missing the team that I feel like is every two three years is a pretty is a contender, Michigan State. Yeah. Um, what. They do in in the in the level of competition they have to play being in the East. Yeah, you know it kind of makes you have to recruit a little differently to get that talent in there to compete with the Michigan's, Ohio State's, Penn State's, which are, like I said, traditionally better. Um, but yeah, I agree. Um, sleeper wise, you know, Michigan State I think is right there along with um, Purdue and Iowa. Yeah, I I was telling you I think they're the sleeper team that could maybe come out of the East with everything that's kind of hitting. Ohio State, and then Maryland's falling apart. I mean, I was talking to you about how I was listening on the radio on the way here. Maryland had a press conference today and put their entire coaching staff on administrative leave. Yeah. The, the, AKA, they're going to fire them. I, I mean, that that situation's terrible. If you haven't heard about it, I'm not going to talk about go into detail about it. But if that stuff is true, what is alleged, then that whole coaching staff needs to be gone. Yeah, I, and I agree. Uh, but like you said, not to you know dwell on the on the negative side of that, but. Uh, Maryland hasn't actually been. They had two seven and six seasons uh, in like thirteen and fourteen, uh, but other than that, sub five hundred, yeah. playing in the East, playing tough competition. Uh, it's just. I mean, his record's ten and fifteen there anyway. Yeah. So I mean, it's at this point, you if you're Maryland and you have all this stuff kind of looming in the background, I'm saying you know what? Yeah, he may be good in the future, but he hasn't done anything for us yet. So we can still get rid of him and kind of save face for ourselves. Yeah, there. I will say this: uh, just looking at their projected starters, they are littered with seniors and juniors. So all upperclassmen. They looks like they'll start a sophomore at, at quarterback. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But it, I mean, they, they have the leadership. Yeah. Um, it's just the you know putting 
putting it all together and, and being successful, which I think, like I said, is it's tough. You got to play um, Michigan on the road, Iowa on the road, uh, Penn State on the road, and then of course you get Michigan State and Ohio State at home late in the season when they're probably clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, so it's it's not a if any time that this was the worst season for this to happen for them. Again, it shouldn't happen anyway, and I mean. I know I said I wasn't going to dwell on, but the the per, the guy that passed away was their sec was their second string offensive lineman. Yeah. So they uh you know if there are any Maryland fans out there listening in uh <laughs> in your SoundCloud field or whatever yeah. you want to call it uh they do come to Indiana uh so you can probably get out there and take a look at them. It's always good to try to catch teams that. If you're like me, last year went to Wisconsin when they came to Indiana. It's kind of hard to get up to Camp Randall every once in a while. But yeah. When they're close, I try to do my best to go see them. Yeah, that, that does kind of suck for you because you have to wait for them to come somewhere close. And I don't know, do you does the Big Ten do like the ACC does? You have a certain team that you're always going to play, then you play random ones every other year? Yeah, so um, if you look, it's like you said, the ACC, you have, was it, Coastal and what's the other? Atlantic. Coastal and Atlantic. So, yeah. the Big Ten, you have East and West. Yeah. So, obviously, if you're in the in the West, you're going to play the majority of your West teams. We, which we, usually play, team. we usually play all the teams in your in your side, and then you have a partner team with the other side, and then you play one of the random ones as well. Yeah, so, like, we'll just talk about Wisconsin for it. Uh, I was in the East with Wisconsin. Nebraska's in the East – or the West, I apologize. Both of them are in the West. Illinois, Northwestern. Uh, Purdue and Minnesota. All those teams are in the West. They play those they, every year. Yeah. And then their schedule they have at Michigan, at Penn State, um, and at or in Rutgers at home to do their rest of their conference schedule. Um, but yeah, it, it, like I said, you get six games um, from your side of the conference. Your, yeah. Whatever you want to call it, East West, whatever. Um, Coastal Atlantic for the ACC. Yeah. Uh, See, like Louisville has a Louisville has a partner SEC. with Virginia. So they play Virginia every year out of the coastal side, mm-hmm. and then they play a different team every year from the coastal side. Like when we opened the the conference, we played against Miami, and then you obviously sprinkle in Notre Dame every couple of years because Notre Dame we basically just took over Maryland's spot in the ACC, so we just took their schedule. Which it's it's funny you bring up Notre Dame in the Louisville connection. My wife is a Notre Dame <laughs> fan, um, which I'm assuming she gets from her father, um, but. Wisconsin has recently signed a contract to play them at a home and away um, in 2020, I believe. They'll play Notre Dame at Lambeau. Oh, wow. And then they'll play uh, Notre Dame at Soldier Field. I guess that, I guess that is closer than uh, Indy well, for, it, for them. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even Detroit or whatever it may be. Yeah. But I think the – uh, it's it's good for football to play in those kind of venues and those football, you know, those hard nose north and south – or what I like to call blue collar, yeah. you know, football. You know, they're going to get in the trenches. They're going to run. They're going to do everything they can to win a football game. But um, that's something I'm excited about. Uh, and then obviously trying to get some of the better uh, SEC teams playing uh, openers. Like Ohio State played Alabama last year. Was it last no, year? they played Oklahoma. 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 Yeah. But Wisconsin played Alabama the year before that to yeah. open the year. Uh, just kind of get different looks instead of always trying to play. You know, Western Kentucky or you know Nevada or something like that. Kind of make your strength of schedule a little bit harder. Yeah, you may lose or, or this that, and the other, but it's good to get the you know the, the players out in those uh, types of environments. That's that's even. I mean, I'm not 
obviously I don't. I'm not going to say that Louisville's going to lose, but I think that first game against Alabama is going to be very, very tough. But my whole time that I've been a Louisville fan, and I'm sure you could say the same thing with Wisconsin, you always want to see them play against the best. So when they do that, it's kind of hard not to go see that. Right. So even though it may be a very tough test that we have in Alabama, I can't not go to that game in Orlando. So it's kind of going with what you're saying. It is. It's always more fun when you have a good team. Yeah, cool. You're going to win seventy to seven against Indiana State. Great. That's all fine and dandy. But wouldn't you rather say, hey, we tested ourselves early in the season and played someone like an Alabama, or we played someone like an Oklahoma or something like that out of conference? And yeah. Uh, like I said. I know my wife. I, my wife and I are already looking at tickets to go to Lambeau because yeah. I think that's a game that I gotta go to. Yeah, Packers fan and a Wisconsin fan. Yeah, and then the same. I mean, I don't mind going to Soldier Field, but uh, it's, it's gonna be so cold for both of those it, games be, unless it's early. In the I season. would assume it'll be early. Yeah, uh, just simply because it's non-conference and something to open like you, like I said, Labor Day weekend or something like that. Yeah. Uh, get college game day there or make it a primetime game or whatever it may be. Weekends. Yeah, that should be that should be pretty cool. I didn't know they actually signed that. Yeah, I think we signed one in football with uh, Indiana as well, so we should be starting playing, which isn't that great, but still, anytime you're playing a local team, I think it's kind of fun. Because I mean, we're playing Western. We started the uh, thing with Western too, where we're going to play them in Nashville when we'll play them in, at, at uh, Cardinal Stadium. So yeah, um, I mean you. You look at the unit rankings on some of these magazines as well, and it's literally just like Wisconsin, Ohio State. And, like, Wisconsin quarterback was ranked third. One is Penn State with, like you said, Trace Trey, Trey Swirly. Um, and Alex Hornibrook, he, I, you know, just because you, you bring him up, um, he started as some – he played football as a freshman. I think he's a junior or he should – yeah, he's a junior. Six foot four, 220-pound junior. Uh, started all last year. Uh, I got a friend of mine that – you know, when we watch football we, on Saturdays, he's a Louisville fan like yourself. Uh, I always make him flip back and forth between the Badger game, and he always tells me how terrible Alex Hornibrook's throwing motion is. And so he's left-handed. I can't tell you how – I mean, other than the obvious great, Steve yeah. Young, yeah, Michael Vick, great lefty, Mark Brunel, whatever. But they don't throw pretty half the time. No. It's just awkward. Um, but, you know, he's got a lot of potential um, scoring. Last year they put up – about 33, 34 points a game. Uh, but, you know, it, it's going to be a – the deep ball is going to have to be in there, but the running game's there to support it, I think. That's that's literally a staple for Wisconsin. You think of Wisconsin, you think of a good running back. Yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, Melvin Gordon, uh, Ron Dane. I mean, guys Corey like – Clement, yeah. which was a Super Bowl champion with the Eagles this past year. James White. Uh, I mean, I could probably go on and on. It's – yeah, I mean, you have – Anytime I thought of Wisconsin when I was a kid, I always thought of running backs, and it's just—I mean—it's just the way they are. Uh, they own just because we're talking about it. We, I, I, I could sit here and talk about Wisconsin literally yeah. all day, and you could do the same about the Louisville Cardinals. Yeah, you know they only let the opponent score twenty-seven points all last year in the fourth quarter. That's pretty good. Twenty-seven points. But you see, know, that's, that's what should worry you though, because you only have three of those starters back. Yeah, that's so. I mean, as much as you guys have on offense, I mean, your all's defensive line—they have your all's defensive line ranked seventh in in Athlon, and and your all's DBs fifth, but it has your all's linebackers ranked second. So, I mean, your all's offense is great, but you—it's one of those things where do you want to run this? Do you want to run the ball a whole bunch and you know kind of take the keep the ball out of other people's hands? Yeah, 
so that your defense is on the field that much because that right. feels like that's what you're going to have to do. Um, so, as far as defensively, like you said, they returned three starters. But I don't think that does it justice, you know, with the amount of playing time that some of those other guys got. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it's because they were blowing people out, but just opportunities or schemes or whether you're running the nickel, the dime, or, or what, what it may be. Like, for instance, Andrew Van Ginkle, who is – he's a senior this year, didn't really – he wasn't on the field a whole lot last year, but when he was on the field, he made a, an impact. Yeah. Like, um, in their bowl game, I think he had an interception and returned for a touchdown. You know, it's just like, like – Guys you, that are you, pretty much starters. You but asked they're... me before we got on this – before we started doing this yeah. today – you said, "How come Wisconsin doesn't recruit?" You know, for, it's never highly recruited. It's never highly, or, or they're not in the top ten of recruiting classes year in and year out, or things like that. And I think it's because you know they go and find a three star, and I kind of simulate it to Wisconsin basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last year, like I said, they didn't have a great year, but they went to back to back Final Fours with the national championship game with two star recruits. Three-star recruits. Yeah. The only four-star that I could even think of was Sam Decker. And he was outshined by Frank Kaminsky, who was a lanky, tall, goofy-looking SOB, yeah. you know, from 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 Chicago. You know, I feel the same way when they, when, when they look at football players. Um, you know, uh, I don't know what Jonathan Taylor's star recruiting was off the top of my head. Um but I can probably guarantee you he wasn't a four-star or five-star recruit. He may have been. Yeah, and I equated it to something that, you know, just, it's Petrino. Petrino gets guys that fit his system, and that's kind of what you were saying Wisconsin does, uh, which makes sense because, I mean, they are always – I mean, they're always up there. They're always in the Big Ten uh, Big Ten race. They always have – they was, always have good teams. Jonathan Taylor was a three-star recruit coming out of high school, and he ran for – a freshman NCAA record, nineteen hundred and whatever it is, uh, seventy uh, nineteen hundred seventy-seven yards rushing. Yeah, three stars out of Salem, New Jersey. It picked them over Rutgers. So man, but that's the thing. Like you guys didn't really battle in that recruitment. He, he, he was not offered by pretty much any good teams. You have you guys, Rutgers, Albany, Buffalo. Boston College, Temple, Virginia, Virginia Tech's good. But I, now this, I think, goes a little bit. He was recruited by Harvard, which I think means he's intellectual. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it means that. He's well, he's also be. also recruited by Army, is what it says as well. So he's the the kid's smart. All right. So it, I'm not saying that if you're recruited by an ACC school or if you're recruited by yeah. a, you're not in un or you're unintelligent. I'm just saying the kid's smart. I think you made the right choice. I'm biased. So be it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, everywhere I've looked, I mean, I don't know how – I was looking at this Athlon thing, and we were talking about this, and I said, guess who they have is the Heisman, number one for Heisman. And you said, who, Bryce Love? And I was like, no, I, actually, Bryce Love is two. And you were like – you started guessing, and you said Jalen Hurts. And I was like, no, you're close, but no. It's two of I don't, I don't get where they come from with some of this stuff. Where like, I don't know how you can put someone so unproven in front of two guys like Bryce Love and Jonathan Taylor who have already proven that they can do it yeah. for a season or for not, multiple not seasons. Not three quarters. Yeah, Literally. not even three quarters. Yeah. He did it for two quarters. It's a whole second half. And who knows? If he didn't throw a touchdown, would we even be talking about him? 
think so. Because to be honest with you, I mean, he really wasn't. He really wasn't having that good of a game other than that touchdown. He threw a pick. What is it, first or second possession he was in the game? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of talent in the Big Ten. Um, I think if we're going, I, I know most all these previews pretty much have the same things as they're projected. Um, I'll go off of what Athlon says. Athlon has the East projected finish. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, Maryland, Indiana, Rutgers. Uh, I don't think those bottom three will change other than maybe Indiana moving in front of Maryland. So, which, uh, they are predicting Maryland to make a bowl. Yeah. I, this was and this I was th- obviously before everything came Well, out. not just that, but I say, I say that that's solely based on, on the amount of returning starters that they have. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I don't think the bottom three are anywhere close no. to the top half. And the same thing goes for the other side in the West where, you know, Wisconsin predicted to finish first, Iowa second, Purdue, Nebraska, Northwestern, Minnesota, and Illinois respectively. I don't have any qualms with that either because I – well, except for possibly flip-flapping Purdue and Iowa. Yeah, I think – I think I told you I thought Purdue would, would take over Iowa – you said you could see it going either way. But, you know, and I think that's just because Purdue's, Purdue's season last year um, it just wasn't great. You know, I mean, yeah, they finished 7-6, and six, but they come off of 3-9 and nine in 2016, 2-10 in 2015, 3-9 and nine in 2014, and 1-11 in 2013. Yeah. So... I just don't – I mean, I don't understand the big jump. Obviously, if you got returning starters just like they do, they don't have a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores, got a lot of upperclassmen. Um, you know, that, that may be the case. And obviously, they're under, you know, your boy. Yeah, you Brom. Know, Brom. Uh, so, we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> and then also, Iowa. Um, I got a buddy that's an Iowa fan, and him and I are back and forth every year just simply because that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, but – I have family. I, would, I, I have family or Clemson fans, so yeah. yes, I know. I, I I would. That's what I'm saying. I'm more enough to see Iowa finish second, and, and as a, in the in the in the East as opposed to Purdue, just because I know how consistent they are. I mean, two years ago they were 12 and two. Um, you know, a couple eight eight win seasons the last five years, things like that. I feel like though every year I see Iowa. I don't know. I don't know how, beat, I don't know how Ohio to. State last year. Yeah, but every other year it seems like when they have good years, they don't play a good schedule. Yeah. The twelve and two season didn't they not play any of those good teams in the in the Big Ten? I don't think so. I think the two two good teams they played they lost to. They lost to you guys that year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seemed like that. Now last year, yeah, you said they beat Ohio State. Give them that. But it seems like every year that they're good, they never play the good team. So I mean, this may be another one of those years because I have, again I haven't looked at your schedule. So I mean, yeah. yeah the, so beat Ohio State fifty-five to twenty-four. Yeah. An absolute dog walking, in yeah. my personal opinion. Then they go uh, and get beat. Then they lose to lose to you guys and then lose to Purdue. Yeah, lose to us by 20, 24 points. Lose to Purdue by nine. Uh, blow out Nebraska. And, and that, then, that Boston College wins bigger than what a lot of people will say. Yeah. Boston College is a lot of teams under the radar, or a lot of pundits under the radar team in the ACC this year. Right. They've returned a great, they're a great uh, running back and and everything like that. So <clears throat> they have they have a lot coming back. 
thought. I mean, if you look at Iowa's schedule, I mean, it's not really that strong. So, I mean, this could be, yeah, where I am wrong with that one because, again, I didn't look at their schedule. You got Wisconsin, which is at home, at Indiana, Maryland, at Penn State, at Purdue. I mean, they might lose to – or I think they lose to you guys in Penn State, but really outside of that, every other game on their schedule is winnable. Yeah, I see – I, I – I have them in my eyes finishing, you know, nine and three, yeah, or whatever it may be. But uh, you know, kind of a softer schedule as opposed to last year. Like you said, they don't play, uh, they don't play Michigan, uh, they don't play Michigan State, they don't play Ohio State. So, and that's Penn State on the road. Um, get Wisconsin at home, but I mean, other than that, I, I mean, Purdue on the road that might be a decent game. Back to back weeks on the road. It definitely sets up for them to be a better team. But, I mean, Athlon project, projected them to be 8-4, and 5-4 four, and four in the Big Ten. I mean, I don't really know who they think they're going to lose to. I guess they're projecting them to drop one against a team that they shouldn't drop because I guess they're saying Purdue, Penn State, and I'm guessing they were going to say Maryland before Maryland had all that stuff happen to them. So, that, I mean, that would be my only guess because I don't really know. They're not going to lose Northwestern. Illinois is a dumpster fire. Nebraska's Nebraska. Maybe they're saying Nebraska's. Didn't Nebraska get a new coach? Um, maybe that's maybe that's who they're talking about. Um, they got. Um, they should have gotten the coach from. Uh, yep, Troy Walters. That's their that's their new coach. Yeah, because yep. their co- their coach left and went. To, oh, sorry, Scott Frost. Scott Scott, yeah, Frost. Scott Frost came from. Was it uh, Central Florida? Wasn't it the team that? That won the uh, national championship last season. Yeah, and they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had the national champions from last year, Central yeah, Florida. Exactly. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll be improved. It's that's yet to be seen. Yeah, and then like, uh, like you said, and I know I know we're not talking a lot about uh, you know the lower tier teams, um, you know the 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 Northwesterns, the the Nebraskas, the Rutgers, the you know Indianas, the Illinois, not anything like that. I mean. Uh, like I said, I could we could sit here and talk about the upper teams, which I think is what people, yeah. people want to hear about. Um, and like you said, top to bottom, uh, you got I think you got anywhere from four to six teams that can compete, um, just based off paper. Looking on paper, you know, yeah. everybody's better on paper than they are in real life half the time. Um, but like you said, all Big Ten uh, littered with Ohio State, Wisconsin. Uh, two Purdue players, an Iowa tight end, and a Purdue offensive lineman. It seems uh, like defense is all Michigan and Ohio State, and then all offense is Wisconsin and Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Nick Bosa, potentially defensive player of the year, if not in the conf- or in the nation, they're definitely in the conference. Yeah. Um, Joey Bosa's little brother. Um, and then, like you said, I, I know secondary-wise – uh, Dakota Dixon from Wisconsin uh, is a three-year starter. Dude is absolutely jacked. Uh, good ball skills. Um, so it, it just kind of just depends. Uh, obviously, this is barring any injuries, anything like that. Yeah. Um, from anybody, but I still think uh, you know it, it's going to be a good season. Um, should be tough. Should be fun. Obviously, college football right around the corner. Uh, I'm as excited as ever, especially with uh, the chances that my boys up north have. Well, I think not only will you all have a great team, but with 
the controversy that's come to the projected best team in in the Big Ten, I mean, that's got to help you guys even more because even if Urban Meyer ends up surviving, which, I mean, who knows if he's going to, even if he ends up surviving this, you still got to think him missing so much time with practice-wise, I mean, that's not helping these players at all. No, uh, and, and I never want to wish any ill will against no. players, coaches, anything like that. But uh, you know, they always say you gotta you lay in your bed. You know, you make your bed. You lay. Yeah. I mean, you have nobody else to blame. Uh, but does it does it hurt the players more than anything? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like you said, not getting reps with your head coach. Hey, coach isn't there be able to see what's going on day to day. Are they prepared for week one? I mean, week one's what two weeks away. From Saturday or Thursday, whatever it may be. Yeah. Should be. Um, yeah, but it, it'll it be an adventure. Um, you know, they may look a little rough the first couple games. Not saying they won't um, won't win those games uh, with a, the schedule I mean, that they Oregon, got. I mean, it's Oregon, Oregon State, State Rutgers, Rutgers, TCU, Tulane. Uh, all at home, all in the horseshoe, all in Columbus, Ohio. Um, so... Well, that TCU one's in Arlington, but well, okay. it's probably not the TCU of old anyway. No. So it's not uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton. Yeah, <laughs> or LT or anything yeah. like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, I'm excited. Um, it should be a fun football year, not just in the Big Ten, but nationwide. So we see the projections from the magazines. So I I say. You and I have a little side bet. It'd just be a gentleman's side bet. Who we think is going to win the conferences? All right. So if I win, your wife has to cook you dinner, and then if deal, that's easy, <laughs> easy deal for me. Yes, deal. So I don't care if anybody's out there, ladies and gentlemen. Brandon Leffler, your lady beef. Uh, he is a single man. Um, this one has Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State in the in the East, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Iowa, Purdue, North or Northwestern in the West. Yep. Uh, I think we both agree on the West is Wisconsin. I think we would both agree on that. I agree. I think that that side of the conference is honestly your all's to lose. Yeah, and, and it's been like that for the last, I would say, couple years. And in in my personal opinion, they've they've done their job what they're yeah. supposed to do. I mean, I'm trying to really think. The last time, I guess it was what uh, I guess Iowa a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. then I think I feel like didn't Minnesota have a good year a couple years ago as well. Uh, Maybe I mean, I, I, it, was, it may have I, been a longer, longer back than what I'm thinking. Minnesota hasn't won. Uh, Minnesota in 2016 was nine and four. Maybe that. that maybe they the were last. Yeah. Well, not last. The most recent one. Yeah. Uh, and, and Nebraska. That, I feel and that like year, Wisconsin year. was eleven and three. So I feel like Nebraska also had a good year somewhere recently as yep. well. So I mean, they have teams that pop up every once in a while. Well, the thing is, is, is like, like you said, we're, we're kind of got off subject about the gentleman's bit, but yeah. Um, Whenever you go on the road in any conference to play any football game, any basketball game, any any sporting event against whatever you consider a rival or an in you know an in state rival or a conference yeah. or whatever, you're going to get their a game, especially if you're ranked in the top five, top ten, whatever it may be. So you always have a target on your back. So that's why I say you you kind of look at the road games to see how how teams fare, but. Um, you know, if you can win on the road, if Wisconsin can win on the road in the conference, I don't see why um, they shouldn't come away. You know, it, I'm not gonna say it, so I'll say it, 11 and one. You know, 10 and 10 and two, and win the East or win the West. Um, 
Because you won't. I don't really want to say they'll go undefeated because then I'll blow back an idiot. But uh, I mean, I'll be the one to say it because I'm not a fan of yes, and I don't feel like I'm going to jinx you all. To me, there's not a, the the only the only games that I can really see that are going to be tough for you are is at Michigan and at Penn State. At Purdue, Purdue's still on the on the come. I don't think at Purdue for you guys. I think you all have way too many weapons. Um, Western could be a dangerous game. Yeah, because they're so, they're always a team that's dangerous. Well, not only that, there'll be a they'll, it'll be a test first game of the season yeah. because we all know Western can throw the football. Yeah, and like we said at the beginning of, the, of this, you know, Wisconsin's secondary is subpar at best. Out, outside and, of Dixon, yeah. Yeah, like I said, Dakota Dixon is hands down the best defensive back on the team, uh, if not one of the best defensive backs in the in the conference. Um, but going going. With that, like I said, it'll be fun. They'll air it out. Western Kentucky will air it out. We'll just have to see uh, if the secondary response. First game of the year, uh, second year under defensive coordinator Jim Leonard, who played at Wisconsin, uh, played for the Jets in the NFL, played for a couple other NFL teams. So um, should be a good time. Now, this is where I think we differ, and I think the only reason we differ, I mean, I think I, – actually, I don't know. You may be taking the same team I am. So – in the East, I, I hate to say this because I don't like the university at all, but I'm actually going to take Michigan State. I think Michigan State is the biggest sleeper in this conference. I mean, they returned 19 starters, 10 on offense and 9 on defense. That's big time in, in a division to, to bring back that many starters. Yeah. And not only are you bringing back that many starters, the two starters you're missing or the one starter you're missing on on on, on offense is a pretty big starter or in a center, but – you have every position player back, and you have your quarterback back. Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here and, and act like before this podcast I didn't say Ohio State was going to win, you know, yeah. before we started was going to win the East. Um, but, you know, after looking at it, um, I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a 1A, 1B, um, and, and it's and it's Ohio State and Michigan State. Not saying that um, – Penn State or Michigan won't be in the mix. Yeah. Like I said, we don't, we don't know. These are just, like you said, preseason predictions. Uh, they could come out and absolutely lay an egg and, and get hung, you know, 40 points on them by Utah State. State or yeah. somebody. I don't know. I, I, but uh, I, I agree with that, you know, with your, your calculations. and uh, You look at their teams. game against Ohio State last year, they lost 48-3, but it was at Ohio State. Yeah, I mean there were three losses. They lost to Northwestern, Notre Dame, and Ohio State last season. But I mean, you have a majority of your offense back. Your quarterback threw for twenty eight hundred yards, twenty twenty touchdowns. Your running back ran for nine hundred yards and eight touchdowns. And you have both of them back. Yeah. And your defense, I mean, your defense didn't really do that bad, to be honest with you. Would their defense? I guess it wasn't like the greatest. It gave up twenty points a game. Their defense this year only have one projected starter that's a senior. Uh, yeah, so that's unless someone has a huge year. I mean, or, yeah, unless someone has a huge year, they're gonna have everybody back again on that. And I mean, their quarterbacks a their quarterbacks only a junior. So I mean, they could be. That's the thing. But I don't like Michigan State. I hate that I'm giving them any credit. I can't do that for yeah. too long. It's making my mouth hurt. <laughs> But then again, I can't stand Ohio State. I mean, that's like me talking about Ohio State. I, I mean, I'm not a fan just, of them either. My mom's an Ohio State fan. My dad's a Wisconsin fan. I, it, the house is just usually a nightmare around that time. How did How did your mom become an Ohio? Did your mom become an Ohio State fan just to spite you all? <laughs> nah, my mom's uh, originally from Ohio, so 
She's an Ohio State fan. She likes Cincinnati Reds. Jeez. I mean, she her poor soul. I don't even know how she even likes football because the Browns are god awful and the Bengals <laughs> are god awful. Yeah. Um, and then of course my dad was born and raised in Green Bay, so you can put two and two together there. Yeah. So does she like LeBron? Huh? Does she like LeBron? Nah, she's more of a Mark Price kind of kind of gal. Brad Daugherty, yes. <laughs> Craig Elo. Yeah, know. she liked Eric Metcalf when he played for the for the for the, for the, <laughs> yeah. for the Browns and the Bengals. That's I I had to bring up LeBron. I mean, obviously, I'm a big LeBron fan. Yeah. Uh, by I'm the way, we fan, so. by the way, uh, Trey and I we actually agreed to burn the Steph Curry jersey in the uh, fire in the fire pit later. <laughs> so if you want to see that, come out here. <laughs> we'll be burning the Steph Curry jersey. Um. So who who are you gonna take? You're gonna you say 1A, 1B. you got to pick one. If this is a gentleman's bet, you're obviously going to have to take Ohio State. I, yeah, I'll take Ohio State. Just simply because I said it, uh, you know, prior to this. And, you know, uh, it'll be tough. It'll be tough, like you said. I don't first. I don't think it's because they lack in talent because that would obviously be a, an idiotic statement. Because, yeah. I mean, anywhere you look from every pundit, they're scattered Ohio State players everywhere. I mean, they got a new – I mean, I say new. I mean, they got a fresh – or sophomore quarterback, which yeah. will, may give them some hiccups. They play but, three quarterbacks here. They won a title, though. So, yeah. that's obviously been shown that that's not a big uh, deal. Running back J.K. Dobbins is a sophomore. And then our offensive line's littered with fresh, or seniors and, and juniors. Um, so, I, it, should be, it should be fun. I know I keep saying that to kind of avoid it, but I mean the thing you know. is, is if if Jonathan Taylor doesn't have the year he has last year, we we hear about J.K. Dobbins more. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins had a great year last year, but which when, when, when you put it into perspective, if if Jonathan Taylor doesn't have a better year than his freshman year, which means he has to run for two thousand yards, it's going to be. A, I mean, it, it's like it's is it a letdown? Yeah, probably not, but. Would you rather him run for fifteen hundred and be in the national championship game, or would you rather him run for for two thousand and fourteen touchdowns and, and you're playing in in the Santa Anita Bowl, whatever yeah. the hell you got? Yeah, it's it it is it's it's kind of funny because that seems like that's how it normally goes. Uh, I, I, uh, Lamar last year had better stats than he did the year before. I mean. Yeah. Look what we did. We had a worse season than the year we did before. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're competing with Clemson at Clemson, and. We don't lose there. Who knows what happens? So, I agree with you 100%. So, I honestly am going to take um, this part. We won't do the gentleman. It'll just be who wins the East-West because I think you all win it, whether it's Ohio State or anybody. I think you guys win it. I think with your all's offensive prowess, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, outside of Bryce Love's the best running back in the nation, in my opinion. Um, I think – I told you I think Bryce Love is – is the Heisman winner, but I think Jonathan Taylor will win it next year. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Like you said, Love is is a I don't want to say a freak, and just because of for lack of better his word. stats last year yeah, were he's he's a good boy, ridiculous. Uh, good ball player. Uh, you know, he's got the speed, can separate. You know, can catch balls out of the backfield. What so whatever, so be it. Um, but you know, like I said, Jonathan Taylor ran for nineteen hundred yards, nineteen hundred seventy seven yards. Averaging six point six a carry, so I don't know. We get a we get a returning. Um, we got we had a wide receiver got hurt last year towards the end of the year. Uh, he's coming back. Uh, Quintez Cephas, uh, he's a junior. Kyle Pennison uh, got a lot of touches last year uh, from the tight end spot. Uh, and like I said, I could go through the offensive line and be like All American, All American, Big Ten, yeah. you know, Big Ten O line, whatever. Um, and then you get Jonathan Taylor, Alec Ingold, who's a senior at fullback. 
Um, I talk about the the hard nosed running styles of the northern teams. I mean, it, it transcends from Iowa to uh, Michigan to whatever. But um, and then Alex Hornibrook, who's a junior, I think it should be decent. He had twenty five touchdowns last year, um, fifteen interceptions, but. Uh, I think he's got a lot to improve and, and a lot to prove. Yeah, and that's the thing that that running back or that running game with Jonathan Taylor is going to open it up a lot more with him because I still think Jonathan Taylor until the end of the season was not really an unknown, but I still feel like he wasn't really a key until maybe halfway through the season. Yeah, on for defenses that is because you're not going to go into the first game against Wisconsin and say, well, I guess we better. Pre, we, we, I guess we better game plan for a three-star running back that's for Wisconsin. Right. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, you know, it, it's kind of hard. That you, like I said, they go unnoticed, under the radar. Not under the radar, but you know, you don't. They're not the the five stars that come from Florida, the four stars that come from Texas, or, or whatever it may be. Like you said, he's from Jersey. Uh, barely recruited by anybody big. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, you guys were by far the biggest offer he had. Like I said, it was Army, you guys, Boston College, Virginia Tech, um, teams like that, yeah. Rutgers. Some independent teams. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a lot of nobodies and you guys, and you guys got an absolute steal. So, I'm taking I'm taking Wisconsin to come out. I'm actually taking Wisconsin to go to the college football playoff. Do I have to pick? Do I have to? If you don't want to pick, uh. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Because yeah. I, I don't know if you believe in the, in the jinxes or, or whatever. but You can ask my wife. She's over here shaking her head while she's eating dinner. Yes, I'm one of the most, if not the most, superstitious person in the planet. If you don't want to pick, if you don't I, don't pick I understand. I, I, I'll pick them. And then when they're three and nine and I'm at your house beating down your door, <laughs> then there's the reason. Yeah. Like, I'll go to a Wisconsin game, but I won't wear a Wisconsin shirt. It. It's just my inner like it, it's yeah. so weird, especially playoff time. Like playoff time for the Packers, you won't catch me in a Packers shirt, but I'll be cheering on the Packers. Yeah. It, it's just it's just what it is, and it, and it's so hard for me to break those break those superstitions or whatever it may be. And and if they lose, like if they're losing, they could be down twenty points in the second half, and I got my Badger shirt on. It's coming off, <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, all right, we scored a touchdown. It's it's working. Yeah. You know, everybody has it, but I mean, it's just. I mean, the 2012 Final Four run for Louisville. I ate beat ups every game, and then when we lost to Kentucky, I was like, "Well, I guess that, that I guess it didn't work anymore. I guess the I guess it wore off." But we were undefeated when I ate beat ups that year. Because in your in your mind, if you go to was that a shameless plug for beat ups? No, because beat ups is garbage now. It, well, apparently, they decide, hey, we're going to give you boneless nuggets. Instead of wings now and charging right, double like, the price. You ever been to Long John Silver's and they give you a little, you can get that little thing of crispies, like the oh, leftover grease. But that stuff's crispies. great, though. That stuff that's, is, it's like chicken, it's like the chicken at beat-ups now. It's just some little crispy pieces. The crumbles. Yeah, give me an extra crumbles. That's what it is. But they charge you double the amount of what they charged you before, and it's snack size. Listen, or, if anybody out there is listening and you want the best chicken in the area, you might as well just go to Cluckers and be done with it. Um, Cluckers is like a poor man's roosters, but... I like I like them both. I'm it's not a good gonna, thing we can agree to disagree. I like roosters, and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do like cluckers, but I don't think it's better than roosters. Listen. But you've eaten cluckers a lot more than I have. I've eaten a lot more of a lot of stuff. Probably, probably, yeah. except, <laughs> except for vegetables. But they were <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I'm taking you guys to actually go to the college football playoff. You don't have to pick. 
Because I mean, if, if something happens and you pick, then I don't know. I don't want you beating down my door because listeners season. probably think this dude is like ridiculous. I'm, I'm hundred percent serious. It feels so weird in my stomach right now. To be like, <laughs> I think Wisconsin's going to the national semifinal, and it's. I don't. It's not that I don't have confidence in my team. It's just hard because I don't want to be let down. Saying, you know. I think we're going to be the national championships, and yeah. then and then we finish nine or eight and four, and it's like, well, what the hell? I, you yeah, know, you know, it, it, it's hard. Just I'll put it in perspective. You all was it two or three years ago when baseball? I say you all, the Cardinals. Yeah, you guys, top ten all year, had a great chance to go to, or you guys get to Omaha, and what are you doing, Omaha? Crap the bed. Zero and two or zero and three. You all are playing consolation games at a little league park. On the south side of Omaha, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and it's and it sucks, man. And, and, it and it's sucks. bad. It's like, and I could, but, but I'll tell you this, not to interject, but I'll tell you this. Twenty thirteen, I knew we, were, I knew it from the beginning. I knew we were going to win the title. You don't know that. I, in my heart, I knew it. <laughs> you, you and know. I, every, I, it didn't matter if you what. You have the sports almanac from Back to the Future. Leave it on my table. <laughs> <and leave it. laughs> yeah, that's why I'm saying, are you going to project them to go to the playoffs or not? Me and Biff Tannen got it. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I think that I think they will, uh, but like I said, when when they're six and six and, yeah. and you're, you're playing in the Tampax Bowl, yeah. I'm gonna be at your house, being like, why did you make me do your podcast? Yeah. So, <laughs> I, the thing is, though, what I'm saying is, when you feel like your team is that good and they actually do it, it's the best feeling in the world. Oh, I I, I have no doubt. So when I know we're starting to get to the end of this and, and getting off subject, but when Wisconsin. You know, in two thousand in two thousand and fourteen, when they played Kentucky, yeah, and they got beat by Kentucky on you know was it Aaron or one of the Harrison triplets or quadruplets, whatever they are, yeah. hit that jumper right in his eye. It, 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 to, to oh, it happened to us too. Well, yeah, well, yeah, it happens more to you all than it does. To no, us. It, that same year it happened to us. That the other part we can do without. Um, but. You know, you feel like part of you is is ripped out. Now, every basketball season, I know we're talking about Big Ten football, but every basketball season, um, I go in with a glass-half-empty approach. So, when Wisconsin's rolling and rolling and rolling, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we get the 10 wins. All right, now we got 15. Now we got 20. Now we got 25, whatever. And basketball, same thing for football. All right, I take it week by week. Yeah. You know, week one, like you said, we got Western Kentucky, and it's just kind of like eh, the secondary makes me a little nervous. Um, it just makes it, I think for me as a fan, makes it more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but like I said, in 2014, when we got beat by Kentucky, I say we. I use, I hate when people say we, but I, I say I, I, I caught you saying that a couple times today. <laughs> I, I almost had to correct you. Because I don't play for the University of Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, I don't have ownership. I don't, I'm don't. i not a booster. I don't make that much money. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't. I, that, that's not me. But, you know, with Wisconsin, in 2014, they gave me by Kentucky. You know, I had a great feeling about that year. That was to go to the final – or that was in the Final Four – to go to the national championship game, and they got beat. Uh, and then the following year, 2015, 2014, 2015, whatever you want to call it, um, I'm literally at a party for my buddy, stocked the bar party, uh, you know, and, and the, his wife-to-be is Kentucky, 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 and her whole family's there, and it's me. We're watching the Kentucky game when Kentucky's, what, 39-0? 38-0. And so my butthole – fans out there, it's literally like a dolphin's blowhole. Ain't getting nothing in, ain't getting nothing out. You know, trying to watch the game and 
every shot, it, it, you're on your. I'm on my edge of my seat. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Not just simply because it's Kentucky, which was ten times sweeter. <laughs> um, but you know, for for your team to have a chance to go to the national title. Now, Wisconsin is not. They have one national championship. And I believe it was in 1941 when they still used peach baskets for hoops. Yeah. You know, when Bear Bryant was coaching Alabama. Or, he was, no, he was at Kentucky. He was at Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. got their national championship in football. Um, <laughs> so, it's fun and exciting. Like I said, every game to me is an adventure. You never know what you're going to get. But, you know, every Saturday in college football, you'll find me in front of the TV and moaning and everything else. I censored my own words. Yeah. Uh, since you don't have the little beep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and in front of the TV, whether it be good, whether it be bad, whether it be, you know, uh, jubilation or anything like that, you know, every Saturday or Thursday, if they – Real teams play on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we have one Friday game this year, all right? This isn't, this isn't Conference USA Louisville anymore, all right? We have one Friday game. I knew where you were going with that one because you looked me right in the eyes when you said that. We have one Friday game, and it's against Georgia Tech. Real, team, real football is played on Saturdays and Sundays, occasional Mondays, and yeah. occasional Thursdays. No yes. games. See, so Thursday's there. Pro football on Thursday. Yeah, but see, all the NFL players want it off there. So... If we're going, if we're going that way, all the NFL players hate the Thursday games. Well, I can't say I blame them because you, either you're playing on a short week, um, you know, with on five days rest, four days, and not even rest because you're probably going to have Sunday. You have a game on Sunday or Monday. Well, it's probably not a Monday game. Sunday, you're going to have to get back in there, get film, get in your meetings, get in everything else, get treatment. Get, yeah, get treatment. Uh, get some skittles. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Um, and then come and play another football game on Thursday, which. You're not playing another team that played Sunday. You're either playing a team that's coming off a week and a half rest, uh, and their guys got treatment, and you're going to have to just bounce back, or you, you never know. Um, but like I so said, Dustin he, got I got Dustin, distracted by yeah, the brownies. Yeah, he said the brownies down. He, his eyes went <laughs> right for him. So um, that's why he stopped talking. This looks, but I guess, you know, I, I'm excited. Like I said, I like to take it one by one, one game at a time. Uh, and I, you know that's a lot of players' mentality. Hey, you know when you hear them in their press conference at the end of the game, you know, you know we're just taking this one game at a time. When you know they've already looked past the first three games <laughs> and are looking at that first conference opener. Unless um, unless they're a team that plays one of those games like 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 you said, you all played Alabama, we play Alabama this year. So mm-hmm. I mean they'll play games like that every once in a while. But I usually agree with you on that one. Yeah, absolutely. So my. I'm taking Wisconsin to make it to the playoffs. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what I, what I feel like they're gonna do after that. Yeah, you just don't know. But it, like I said, you're never gonna get me to be like they're gonna go here. They're gonna do it all. They're yeah. gonna win the ship. Yeah. But I will say this: they played Miami last year, you know, in their bowl game, and Miami was hot. Yeah. And you know, I don't even think Wisconsin even had one turnover. If they did, they had one. And. I think Ohio, or my Ohio, Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks. Yeah. Now, the Hurricanes down there in, in South Beach, they, they probably turned it over three times against Wisconsin. Um, you know, and I have a, I still have it on my phone. I have a video of, of the head coach, Paul Chris, saying turnover chain by. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I, I could take it game by game. Uh, and that sounds like a broken record, but I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Not only just for Big Ten football, not only for Wisconsin football, but just for football to be back. Yeah. So, last question for you. One of them had to go away. Which one are you, NFL or college football? What do you mean? If you had to pick only one, which one are you taking? 
like, you gotta pick one. I, I literally I bring the hard questions, and that, then after this, I'm gonna let you do your beef with 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 your with your former Wisconsin guy James White. It's not with him. But. I, I would I would say I would say you take away NFL. I can agree with that. Now, simply if you want my reasoning behind it, simply because I know for a fact that college football players bring it every Saturday. Not saying pro football players don't bring it on Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays, the yeah. occasional Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying they don't bring it uh, for any of you pro football listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm not saying they don't bring it, but those dudes are they're giving everything they got. Some of them, it's the last time they'll step on a football field. Yeah. You know, do you want to be uh, remembered as as giving it 110 percent, or just giving 75 and then getting your contract? But you know, your contracts aren't always promised. And you can't you can't cake off a week in college football because if you lose that week and you're a great team, you're out of the championship hunt most likely. You one one lo- one loss in college football could mean your whole season's over as far as the national championship goes. Whereas you can lose. You can lose six games, seven games in the in the NFL and still make the playoffs and make and win the Super Bowl. It's highly unlikely, but it can still happen. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So there for a long time I was doing beefs and I need to bring it back, but it's it's hard to do when there's not as much sports on that really brings that stuff to me. But there's baseball on. There is Constantly. baseball on. My beef right now is with the Chicago Cubs after that walk-off Grand Slam. Hey, but take this. Take your beef and shove it because they uh, sh- the Brewers shut out the Cubbies today, 7-0. Brian, yeah. Brian Braun, two dingers. Get you is shot. that guy still juicing? Uh, he's got herpes still, I think. He's got herpes. So, so. Ryan Braun, I'm a huge fan. Don't uh, If you're listening, don't take that to heart. <laughs> so, so, I'm a Patriots fan. Dustin's a Packers fan, like, like we just mentioned. Uh, what happened in '96? Yeah, that's that's old news. <laughs> I was in first grade. All right, I that's was in, all I got because I mean that yeah. was the last time the Packers played the Patriots at the Super Bowl. So two years ago, or two Super Bowls ago, I was out celebrating. Actually, I went out to my cousins, uh, which is a thing that I do now, with going to Bargetown, and we go to this little hole in the wall restaurant bar place called the Pepperoni Grill. Oh, I figured it'd be O'Shea's. No, that's not really a hole in the wall. O'Shea's, but, if you're listening. Oh, they, Brandon's there all the time. Oh yeah, they know. They know. <laughs> so, um, I I go out there. The reason I go back now is because of the luck that I've had out there. It was like 90 percent people that hate the Patriots. There was like no fans for the Falcons there, except for maybe like one person. And you texted me or called me one of the two and said that you that you did something. And you were very mad. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Dustin give his beef with the NFL and and, and their pick. So, like he said, two years ago, and, and for any of you all that don't know me, I like to gamble. <laughs> Not saying I'm sitting here gambling thousand dollars on games. I mean, I yeah. like to make some prop bets here and there. I like to go to the casino every once in a while. Notice I didn't name drop, so we can't get that plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like to gamble. Uh, so I placed a wager. Nothing crazy um, on three different players. Uh, one of those players happened to – it was Julio Jones. Um, it was Chris Hogan. And then James White. So, I bet James White simply for the fact he's a badger. Yeah. No other reason. I bet the other two – well, Julio Jones is Julio Jones. Um, and – 
minus his contract, he probably could use some of the money that I probably got. But uh, five dollars is five dollars, Julio. Yeah. But and then the other one was Chris Hogan, just whatever. So I bet James White. And for those of you that don't know, I'm James White had a um, hundred something yards receiving, uh, caught ten passes, scored two or three, two or three, two touchdowns. I think he had three touchdowns. I think he had two rushing and a receiving. Two okay, three touchdowns, and the game-winning two-point conversion. Or no, it was a game-winning touchdown. Game-winning touchdown. Game-winning my apologies. Touchdown. But the two-point conversion to send it to overtime, right? Uh, yes. Right, yes. send yes. it to overtime. So my man, James White, University of Wisconsin, now New England Patriot. Uh, Absolutely bonkers in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So my bet was for one of those three guys to win the MVP of the Super Bowl. And lo and behold, I don't know how he didn't win it. I still don't know how he didn't win it. I bet $5 on this man to win the MVP. And if he would have won the MVP like he was supposed to, it would have paid me like $7,500. (laughs) $7,500 for a $5 bet. And that is the biggest hose job in my betting career. Yeah, that's... I don't even know how to explain it. I was so mad. I was furious. I'm texting, I text Leffer simply because he's a Patriots fan. Yeah. I text my three or four other buddies that, that I gamble with all the time. And it's like, how? How do you get... Just because that dude that wears number 12 yeah. and has that wicked hot wife... I'm not even going to say his name. Because if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I just don't. It, it, I almost felt bad for five five seconds, and I was like, nah, we just came back from a huge deficit. I would have gave you 100 bucks if you felt bad for 10. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I felt terrible. I felt terrible that it happened. So remember that with future bets. I felt terrible. But I just, I wanted other people to hear that story, especially from the raw emotion from you. Because if I'm telling the story, it's totally different. But if you tell the story, it's way better. Because I've never actually heard you tell the well, story. Well, you know you what's just... funny is, is, so this year in the, in the Super Bowl, you have the Patriots and the Eagles. Yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, they have two running backs. Well, they have more than two running backs. Yeah. But the Eagles have a running back by the name of Corey Clement. Went to the University of Wisconsin. And the New England Patriots have a running back by the name of James White that went to the University of Wisconsin. Both of them scored touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I'm a happy camper. I bet them both again. Obviously, it didn't turn out like I wanted. Well, yeah. It didn't turn out like you wanted either. No, it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that back up. You didn't have to mention this. Hey, I'm like so a plunger. I bring up both all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wanted you guys to hear that story because when it happened, like, I did feel bad, but... My cousin, who's a Steelers fan, which he'll listen to this at some point as well, he bet the Patriots to win, and then he, he called his bookie at halftime. He was like, hey, I'm I'm calling for the Patriots to win still, win the game. Like, I want to bet they're going to win the second half and win the game. Okay. And the guy was like, are you serious? He was like, all right, yeah, I'm totally serious. They're going to win the se- they're gonna win the second half and they're going to win the game. And I was like, all right. And I'm winning like 400 bucks off the Super Bowl. So it wasn't anything like yours, but – I was madder than a hornet. Yeah, so, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I told you when we were about to start that this would go a lot longer than what you thought it would. Probably got to reheat the food. It still looks hot. The food <laughs> looks fantastic, by the way. I've been sitting here smelling it the whole time. So, 
keep liking, keep sharing. I hope you enjoy this one. We'll do it again next year because I mean this was this was fun. It was easy to get together. Next year, too. basketball season is not too far off. So yeah, I mean I could that one. We may have to do a uh, well. First of all, if we do that, we gotta get our boy in here. That's what I'm saying, Michael Cooper. We had we have to do a a three person one because I mean he's an IU fan and they're finally maybe coming out of the dumps with getting Romeo. So yeah, but yeah, a long way. Yeah, they 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 do have. We'll, we'll talk about that later. I'm not going to go in, in Big Ten basketball. If you are listening, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Dustin Temple Two, the number two, or on Instagram <laughs> at just Dustin Temple. Shameless plug, shameless plug. There, you're not going to get a whole lot of information, but I, can, <laughs> I appreciate the followers. You know, you won't get a lot of information, but you will get a lot of crap talk about probably your favorite team at some point. He 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 doesn't care who who he talks about as long as it's not his favorite team. Talking crap about it, by the way. Yeah. So if you're okay with that, then yeah, follow us. It's all in good fun. All in good fun. So keep liking, keep sharing. Hopefully, I mean, you'll get something out of this. I mean, I learned a little bit about the Big Ten, even though I learned today that it's not just a bunch of unathletic white guys that just block a whole bunch because no, that's what I always thought that, the Big Ten is. That's just Wisconsin football. Okay. <laughs> well, there it is. I learned that that's only Wisconsin football. So. Guys, keep liking, keep sharing. I'll uh, I'll be doing another episode Friday, uh, and I'll be doing another couple of next week of previews as well. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this one, Dustin. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'll see you guys later.